Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hobie Nation, this is Hobie Podcast. What is Hobie Podcast? Hobie Podcast will keep you updated on the news and events in the cryptocurrency industry. We'll also invite some key influencers to provide their take on the industry, share their insights and their story and how they became a success, changing the world through blockchain technology. Our guest tonight is Crypto King. He has an amazing story. Stay tuned to listen to it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special honor guest for today. His name is Crypto King, and he learned about Bitcoin through high stakes poker robbery, and he's a well-known blockchain entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Crypto King. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. Me as well. Thanks for joining. So I got a couple questions for you, um, but I'd like to know a little bit about your background, and like where you're from, and like what got you into crypto. Well, I was in finance for my undergrad studies, and after finance, I graduated and studied law. Following law, I went on to take the bar exam in the United States, passed the national portion, and began trading. Made enough money trading in 2016 and 2017 to decide I didn't want to continue a career in law and basically pivoted into crypto full time, being an entrepreneur, a trader, even a writer in the field. However, that's not what got me into crypto. What got me into crypto is one of the craziest stories of my life. So while I was an undergrad, 18, 19, 20 years old, I used to play a lot of high stakes poker. These poker games, individuals would show up between five and $10,000 in cash eight to 10 people per table. Well, I played twice a week, Tuesday, Thursday usually, but the games went four days a week. On one of the Wednesday games I wasn't attending, two people kicked in the door with sawed off shotguns and robbed the entire game of over $50,000. So the next game, everyone basically had a meeting. How do we keep this from happening again? All the older gentlemen recommended more guns. Let's bring shotguns, let's bring handguns. Every person at the table is required to have a gun so for Rob, we'll be able to defend ourselves. I thought that was crazy. I figured a much better solution would be, let's all bring Bitcoin. And at the time, Bitcoin was trading at $25 a piece. I wish at the time I had stocked up on Bitcoin for these games, because I would have been able to purchase probably about a thousand. So I was literally laughed out of the room. The old gentleman didn't want to bring this fake digital money on their phones to the games, regardless if it would stop robberies. And that Bitcoin became a second thought until four or five years later when I was in law school and decided to get back involved very heavily. Interesting story. I, I would never imagine being in that room when that happened. Very, very interesting. Um, moving on, like, what's your favorite crypto? So I like the king, being the crypto king. I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist by any means, but Bitcoin is where the confidence is. Bitcoin has the biggest hash rate the largest hash rate by a long shot. It's the most secure network. It's the most trusted. The majority of people in the world have heard of Bitcoin, even if they don't know exactly what it is. My favorite crypto is Bitcoin because like the Aramea of purses, Bitcoin has lasted the test of time. Although it may have been only 10, 11 years, many other cryptos haven't been around for two years. So Bitcoin's withstood the crypto test of time and it's the one that both the public know and it has the most utility as far as trading, uh, integration with normal equities, etc. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it has liquidity and people know about it, even if they're not in the crypto, right? Exactly. Uh, 
speaking about Bitcoin, the happening is coming up. And one big event that we're having at Hobie is the $100,000 happening campaign. And if you were to participate, what coin would you pick with that to have the biggest run up? Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SB, Ethereum, Dash, Zcash. Who, who do you think would be the best pick on this campaign? Well, the safest option would be Bitcoin. So for those who are unaware of the other coins or who want the safest run up post having, I'd go with Bitcoin every time. It's what I recommend to new investors. It keeps it simple. However, regarding what coin do I think will have the biggest run up? I'm a privacy guy. I think Bitcoin was created out of the necessity of privacy and it didn't fulfill its duty. So I'm going to go with Zcash and Dash. And if Monero was on the option, I'd even throw that one in because I think the privacy coins that, are, uh, that have the highest volumes right now are going to be the ones that take over. So yeah, so Bitcoin's definitely on the contest and campaign. Dash is on it and, and Zcash. So yeah, those three. Uh, what do you predict after that having the price that you predict like by December? Of course, I'm a trader myself. So I like to analyze the markets from both a technical analysis and a speculative analysis. Means Bitcoin will likely follow whatever the stocks do for the next two, three months. Unfortunately, according to the International Monetary Fund, IMF, and the majority of highly intellectual individuals, it's likely we see a pullback in the economy. Most of the world's been quarantined for going on two months now. And as far as the United States is concerned, it doesn't look like quarantine's being let up anytime in the next two, three weeks, even months. So with an economy that hasn't functioned in three, four, five months, it's going to be very hard for stocks to be in a recovery phase as much as people would love them to be. If stocks plummet, it's likely Bitcoin plummets with them. So I see Bitcoin in the short term being in the four and $5,000 range, which is really disappointing going into the halving, having such a low price on Bitcoin. However, I don't think it's Bitcoin's fault. I think it's being coupled to stocks, which is driving the price down. So when the decoupling happens and Bitcoin starts moving in the opposite direction of stocks, I think Bitcoin will rally hard. Or when the markets recover, end of the year, December time, I believe Bitcoin will hit a new high. So four to $5,000 in the short term frame, two to three months, and 22,000 just above the all-time high by the end of December. Good price prediction, very accurate, hopefully, hopefully. Some narratives that everyone talks about when they talk to crypto is like sound money, right? Like, and the happening is coming up, which is a huge event in crypto. But um, I wanted to ask your expert opinion. Do you think cutting the supply rewards within these coins will also lead to them being more sound money? I think cutting the supply rewards in Bitcoin will lead to it being more sound money because I don't believe there will be multiple coins adopted long-term. I think there might be four or five cryptocurrencies that are used regularly long-term, but I don't think they're going to be hundreds. So having leading to more sound money, I think is unlikely in the majority of currencies except Bitcoin. And the reason I think it works for Bitcoin is Bitcoin's being looked at as a financial instrument by most in the blockchain space. And by being one and cutting the creation or the supply, which is what the halving does, it reduces each block reward from, I believe it's 12 and a half Bitcoins to 6.25 Bitcoins. So from going from 12 Bitcoins to six Bitcoins being released every 10 minutes, you've dropped the supply. Dropping the released supply makes it a deflationary currency. All other currencies of the world are inflationary, which is why the United States printed $4 trillion this week. Well, I guess last week, but $4 trillion nonetheless. So 
with Bitcoin being a deflationary currency and most currencies being inflationary, the having should actually create more sound money of Bitcoin. You still have the issues of transactions per second, block times being 10 minutes, a whole bunch of other issues that make Bitcoin not the best option for sound money, but make it a great option as a fiscal instrument to store value, to build net worth, to trade, basically everything what gold is, except gold's transactable. It's almost impossible for me to send $10,000 in gold from my house in Miami to my team in India right now. But I can get Bitcoin there in under 20 minutes. So as far as sound money, I'm not sure Bitcoin will ever be sound money, but I do think the halving will lead to a higher demand for Bitcoin, less supply, which will drive the price. So yeah, I agree. That's a great, great answer, man. Um, so moving on to something less serious, we talked about the having and the campaign for Hobie. Um, I know people want to know who you are. So like one of the things I always ask, do you have any special like human tricks or something that the audience would like to know about you? Yes, I'm a big dork at heart and I love magic tricks. Um, I think kids love magic tricks. Girls at bars love magic tricks. Girlfriends' parents love magic tricks. There's almost no bad time to whip out a magic trick. So no, I'm not necessarily walking around with an orange nose in my pocket, but I usually have a business card on me or a deck of cards in my briefcase. And from a business card or a deck of cards, I can make the card disappear. I can pull it out of your ear. I can do all sorts of fun stuff with it. So I'm a big nerd for magic tricks and I love watching people's reactions after I show them. How did you learn magic? One of my buddies in high school was doing a trick at the lunchroom table and he wouldn't show anyone how to do it. And so later that night when we were hanging out, I asked him to show me how to do it and it couldn't have been more simple. And I realized magic was just sleight of hand with maybe a little bit of eye movement. And I thought that the simplicity is what made it spectacular because once you show someone how a trick's done, it defeats the excitement. So you can't ever show people how the trick's done because then they're not excited about it. The initial reaction is what's priceless. Yeah, I mean, magic's something that everyone, no matter your age, if you can pull magic on someone, people love it. Um, moving back into crypto, like, what is the person that you want to meet in crypto if you could meet anyone in the, in the world? So I'm sure this is your standard answer, but I'd love to meet Satoshi Nakamoto. Not because I want to know who he is, but I want to meet Satoshi because one main reason. I want to ask him pretty basic questions regarding Bitcoin that everyone's been arguing about for the last 11 years. I want to know his wallets, the Satoshi wallets. Were they created because he hopes to distribute them to mass populations as a distribu distribution of wealth? Or were they created for himself and he's passed away since? I want to know what the purpose of Bitcoin was outside of the white paper. Was it built out of the 2008 financial collapse or was it going to be built regardless? I have questions that intrigue me from both the finance and the law perspective that only he'd be able to answer being the founder of Bitcoin. I don't really care who he is. So most people want to know who he is and would meet him to figure that out. That's the opposite of why I'd want to meet him. Yeah, so you just want to get to know him just because you have any questions, not so much you want to know who he is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think it's one person or three people? Or do you think it's like 10 people who actually made Bitcoin? Get a guess. I think Satoshi himself is one individual. I've, as I've grown in the crypto space, especially in California and throughout the United States, I've met individuals higher and higher connected in the crypto space, and I've met individuals who have received Bitcoins from the Satoshi wallets. So these individuals were the original developers who worked on the Bitcoin blockchain before it had any value when they were trading it back and forth 
on a computer just to see how, quote, digital money could be moved. So given that I've met some of the most important individuals in blockchain, most of whom like to remain hidden and not even spend their Bitcoin, I mean, they're true billionaires who live like you and I, live like everyone else, but they don't spend their Bitcoins. So given that I've met the people who've actually received tokens from Satoshi, they all claim there is a Satoshi. They all claim he's none of the people that everyone claims for him to be, and they all claim he's not dead yet. So in my opinion, these individuals are right because I have seen the wallets that have received transfers from Satoshi wallets, but at the same time, I still have no idea who he is. I do believe he's one person though. So a last question, just to wrap things up. Uh, what do you want to be like remembered for in crypto? I want to be remembered for educating the space while helping build adoption. One of the things I focused on my entire time in crypto is trying to build things for niche aspects in crypto that were lacking something. Right now, it's very hard for individuals to understand crypto beyond Bitcoin. And even Bitcoin is difficult for most people. I can't tell you how many times I've showed my mom how to copy and paste an address just to send Bitcoin from wallet A to wallet B. So I'm trying to educate people on everything from how to trade, how to margin trade, what Bitcoin is. Without a finance background and without a law background, most individuals are lost entering the blockchain and crypto space. So I'm trying to bridge the gap of being completely lost to at least having an understanding you're comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, without people like yourself, I think, um, you know, industry itself wouldn't be known. So take someone to know someone to learn about crypto and Bitcoin. So congrats, man. Thanks so much for doing that for the industry. Well, that about wraps it up. Episode two with Crypto King. Again, a special thanks to Crypto King for taking time out of his busy schedule to share his story and his thoughts about the Hobie Havening campaign. A couple coins that he picked just to refresher is BTC and Zcash. A special thanks to our sponsors, CoinMarketCal. They cover all things, events, and helps traders make better decisions. And also our other sponsor, BlockFire. Digital assets are changing the way people build and secure wealth. Their insights and services provide investors with a gateway into the world of cryptocurrency. Hobie Nation, thanks for staying tuned. I'll see you next time for episode three. Coming at you soon. Stay tuned.